Hi, everybody. I'm Caroline King. And I'm Ashley Powers. And you're listening to Bitch Beer. This week, we had the chance to pick the brain of craftbeer.com's editor-in-chief, Jess Baker. Craftbeer.com is a central hub for craft beer newbies and experts alike, focused on telling the stories of the hardworking people who make craft beer possible. Jess, a former ATLian, talks with us about her beginnings, what everyone can get out of craftbeer.com, the love of my life, Jim Cantori, <laughs> and Thor drinking Tropicalia. Check it out. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Jess. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Caroline and Ashley. How are you doing today? We're good. Thank you so much for doing this. Yes. Happy to be here. Yes. So if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself and tell us about what you do in craftbeer.com. Yeah, I'd love to. I am Jess Baker. I am the editor-in-chief of craftbeer.com. And craftbeer.com is a website for beer lovers that is published by the Brewers Association. And the Brewers Association is the main membership organization for all craft brewers in America. So the BA, as as we're called, uh, is here to promote and protect small and independent brewers in America. So and craftbeer.com has been around, oh, I think they started the website in 2009. I joined about three years ago. And um, yeah, we've got a, a brewery finder so you can find breweries near you because aren't there always new ones and you'll drive yep. by and you'll say, where'd that come from? <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. So, or or there somewhere in like a warehouse district that you're like am I in the right place oh wait wait there's tanks it's maybe there's a laundromat in the beginning of the day and a brewery <laughs> at the end of the day there you go for me I actually I live uh in northwest Ohio and so there's a lot of teeny tiny farm towns and uh it's so cool to find breweries there but you know my dad who remembers back roads from you know 35 40 years ago i'm like dad i've never driven this back road but he'll get us to a brewery real quick he'll be like i can't believe there's this brewery here in Bryant. <laughs> so yeah it's very it's very fun to explore with dad nice. uh, when it comes to these breweries but the brewery finders on craftbeer.com we have a ton of stories because for me uh beer and craft beer is all about the people who make it mm -hmm. um so that we've ton of stories we've got educational opportunities um beer styles if you're like what on earth like, i my know right question is what is an ipa yeah. <laughs> um so you can learn what an ipa is on crafter.com there you go nice. so you actually moved from somewhere uh, yes. recently it's kind of a leading question <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so i was in atlanta um yeah atlanta for a little more than 10 years Years before moving back to Northwest Ohio. Yeah, I worked at uh, the Weather Channels on the TV side for about five years and then the dot-com social side uh, for the second five years I was there in Atlanta. Wow. Very cool. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it, was, it was really fun. I'm a weather geek. That is my mother's fault. She is a weather geek. <laughs> Uh, who loved the Weather Channel. So I remember getting a phone call from the Weather Channel. Hey, would you like to come interview for a job? And I was like, you bet your ass I'd like <laughs> yes. to interview for a job. If so, only yeah, to make my mom so proud. Yes. Yes, she was, she still, my mother still, like, wishes that I was there. She'll, she'll call and say, hey, did you see Kelly Cass's sandals today? I'm like, no, mother, I was not watching <laughs> Saturday morning at 7.08 to see Kelly Cass's sandals on oh my Weekend View. Yeah, she's, she's very, my mom is still very excited about the Weather Channel. Oh, your mom and my mom would get along really well because Weather Channel is always on at least one TV of our house. We're down, we're based in Louisiana 
And yes. um, it's like, it's Hurricane Central. And yep. yeah, basically, we're always looking out. Where's Jim Cantori going? If he's coming to your I hometown, know. you got to get out. <laughs> you do not want him there. I mean, you want him there because he's awesome. But you do not want him there if the storm is coming. Too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's, um yeah, I've had a crush on Jim Cantori since like Hurricane Ivan, probably. Oh, my gosh. Yep, I can't help it. <laughs> That's all right. It's, I like. Don't have, the great thing is like Jim also, he's from... I think Vermont, so he gets just as excited about uh, fall leaf leaf change, like leaf peeping season. <laughs> he gets just as pumped about that as he does about hurricanes. It's 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 so fun, and it's like he really truly does. He's not just making this up. So he's you know all the energy you see is he is a big bundle of energy. Oh so my god, he's pretty great. I actually did see him in person one time. He was doing a live broadcast in uh, on Michigan Avenue in Chicago during like the big blizzard. And oh. I was actually leaving work. I worked at Bloomingdale's and because oh, we had to be at work in an emergency. Because, <laughs> you know, everyone's shopping then, right? They were finally like, okay, maybe you guys should go home. We're like, yeah, Jim Cantori's in front of our building. We should probably leave. Um, That's but the sign. You should just leave. <laughs> I love that. He's the boogeyman of weather. You want to be gone before you see him. Exactly. But no, there was actually thunder snow. It was a thunderstorm of blizzard. And he's, Oh, my God. Thunder he, like, snow. It was crazy. Crazy! I've never seen it in my life, but I see. I'm like trying to get home, like cut, like huddled up. There were like sideways icicles on the light, light posts and everything, and he's like jumping around, like, dude, it's thunder snow. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's also he's a big craft beer fan. I yes. remember. Um, I think it's I think IPAs are his thing. Nice. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it was also fun because in between he'd be like, hey, hey, Baker, can I can I ask you a question about a beer? Or hey, Baker, <laughs> have you tried this? So yeah, he's he's on team beer too, guys. That's yes. Great. Okay, cool. We're gonna have to yeah, we'll tag him when we post about the episode <laughs> and send him some beer. <laughs> <laughs> so craft beer was something you were into while at the Weather Channel. Yes, yes. I, I, you know, I was about 2008, 2009. I had a friend um, who said, hey, let's go to this beer festival. And I had, I had never been to a beer festival before. I didn't realize beer had come so far. And I walked into the East Atlanta Beer Fest and never looked back. I was, <laughs> that's awesome. I was, yeah, I was just so, you know, everyone remembers like their moment, right? Their yes. moment when they realized craft beer is a thing. Yeah. Um, and I just remember being so impressed not only by, you know, the fact that, heck, this beer is cool and has flavors and is not what my father has been drinking for the last <laughs> 40 years, but it was very much, um, for me, then I'd go on brewery tours and learn about breweries and the people and that for me was like when I truly became, um, you know, a believer and really wanted to support these people, support their dreams, support, you know, the small businesses in America. Mm -hmm. It's so, I, I still, it's one of the best parts about working in this industry is, is meeting the people, hearing their stories, sharing their stories, which is what I get to do. So it's, it's really, uh, it's about the people for me. Um, yeah, that's, that's one reason I definitely love, uh, craft brewing. I love that. That's awesome. Was there a particular, uh, beer or style or brewery that you were like, oh, this has to be a thing in my life? You know, I, 
they kind of all run together because at the time I remember trying um remember trying fat tire at the time mm-hmm. and just b- it being awesome I remember um three taverns didn't come along till a little bit later in Atlanta and Orpheus didn't come along until a little bit later in Atlanta but I remember I specifically remember my first moments with both of those breweries yeah. and just like getting chills like I don't know why but something that uh, <laughs> was said to a brewing tour at three taverns just made me like believe in the mission and then I remember interviewing uh Jason Pellet at Orpheus for one of my first stories that I wrote before like I used to write for porch drinking and they were my Jason was my first interview and I was so like I can't believe I'm standing here and I'm gonna talk to Jason or I was such a geek about it um yeah I was so pumped up but some of you know I and just living in Atlanta at the time and Atlanta having um you know with our laws not coming along until what two or three years ago yeah, that yeah, that's really true. empowered brewers to be able to sell what they make um it, you know Atlanta was kind of slow but it was a small scene and one that you could really embrace and love um yeah so it it was a great place to be so what brought you to ohio was it just craftbeer.com or was there an event in your life oh yeah so well i am from here and we had a baby Um, yeah we had a baby last summer and yeah that thing where babies change everything that is true uh so yeah so we ended up moving back to our hometown to have um you know uh, support and I travel a lot for work so it so I'm not just going peace with my husband and the kid at least he's got people around right and cook him food or babysit if I don't know he wants to do something um but yeah so it's been we've been home for about six months and it's it has been great like yeah the weather stinks but it's not the worst <laughs> like it could it could be much worse it it could be worse so yeah it's just been good great <laughs> Um, So what are, like, because you talk about, like, you like to hear stories from craft breweries. What are some of, like, your favorite stories that you've heard or one of your favorite stories of a brewery? You know, um, there are, there are hundreds, but a recent one that really struck me, and we just published an article about it, but uh, Cross Strain Brewing, they're in Nebraska. Ooh. They, yeah, they had only been open a couple months when they won a medal at the Great American Beer Festival. Wow. But the cool, but what I love about this story is that it was Michelle Strain who I talked to, and she was, she's the wife well, she's a co-founder, but she was uh, she's the wife of the brewer, and she remembers him getting into home brewing, and then immediately him saying, "We're opening a brewery." Now Michelle knew nothing. She says she doesn't even she didn't even know how to pour a beer at the time. So, like learning about being a spouse, and she has a full time job as an as an as a nurse, um, and like so she's still doing the full-time job as a nurse wow and and she's still like but learning everything she can to to make the brewery run so she you know helped design the labels she designed the tap room she's the events manager and her story was like yeah everyone talks about the brewers but us spouses and it's not always women as the spouses sometimes it's the men who are backing Mm -hmm. the women yeah um like just that how strong um and how much they're learning that like marketing is not in her realm events planning is not in her professional like realm but she has she's all in she's learned about it she now understands beer styles and all this jargon that her husband talked about five years ago (laughs) Mm -hmm. so just like the people that support um the brewers i think 
that story has been really, really great for me. Um, just, just thinking about, you know, that's, that's who we want to talk to too, right? Like they're just as much a part of a brewing community as, as the brewers that may be, you know, that may be interviewed by local news or maybe on uh, your six o'clock news for something. But yeah, so that's been one story I really enjoyed telling wow. lately. Uh, my favorite story, because I am a Marvel geek. I don't yes. know if you guys saw it, but you guys being in Georgia probably did. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week I got to talk to Chris Heron, who is the CEO at Creature Comforts in Athens, because yep. two of their beers and a t-shirt wound up in Avengers Endgame. Pretty Badass. Very cool. It is so badass. And I have been chasing the story for about two years because two years ago I saw um, one of the directors of Endgame. Um, well, and also I think he direct, I think the Russo brothers directed like Winter Soldier and oh, also yeah. Direct, yeah, you know, Infinity War. So they direct a ton of Marvel movies, but he showed up at some big event wearing a Tropicalia t shirt. Yes. And I so I was watching the Marvel event, but was like, what is he doing in a Tropicalia? <laughs> <laughs> Tropicalia is the IPA from Creature Comforts, but Creature couldn't talk about it for right. two years. Uh, so this has been it, in the making. And so the fact that I finally got to learn how it all happened and how it all came together, like Chris is geeking out on the phone. I am geeking out on the phone. Um, and it's all its all because the uh, production assistants on, on the movie were – because Tropicalia was really hard to get when the movie mm-hmm. was shooting yeah. because production wasn't up yet. So all these production assistants, they would find out when the beer delivery truck was hitting the beer store and they would be leaving set at 8 a.m. on Tuesdays or 8 a.m. on Thursdays simply because they knew Tropicalia would be getting dropped off. That is so and cool. Isn't, and so the directors heard about it and they're like, what, why are you leaving for a beer? And so someone finally got the beer in their hands and they're like, this is a thing. Uh, so just like these beer geeks like us, right? We've all been like, oh my gosh, I have to have the beer store hide this beer for me. Like that's what these guys were doing on the set. And now it's in a movie. So I thought it was pretty, a pretty epic, like, thanks beer geeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So did, it was, a, it's a great story. Did they indicate anything about now they're going to make like an Asgardian or like a Thor themed beer as oh a response? Gosh. Oh, you know what? I didn't even ask that question, but we could tweet them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That'd be a great idea. It is no secret. Ash and I are huge fans of the Atlanta Beer Bus, and we have some pretty exciting news. Atlanta Beer Bus loves us back and loves all of you back. We have an exclusive code for Bitch Beer listeners. BB20 will get you 20% off your ticket. And uh, where can they find their tickets, Caroline? Uh, If you go to atlantabeerbus.com, you can see the full schedule and you can look at all the breweries you can go to. You can book either a public tour. You can do a private tour if you want to. If you've got a bachelorette party, you've got some girlfriends in town. If you know that you've got a family member coming in, they have early bird specials where you can book your tickets in advance for even cheaper. And I mean, the whole thing with the beer buses, it's pretty great because you don't have to drink and drive. If you're at Second Self and you want to go to Scofflaw, hop on the bus. They make it easy. It's really fun. They have a beer nerd on the bus that'll tell you about each brewery. It's a really, really, really fun experience. And they recently added a Decatur route where you can stop at places like Wild Heaven and brew pubs like Twain's and Brick Store, which is not something yes. they were doing before. And Wrecking Bar, too. And the Porter. Go see Molly Gunn. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> if all of that sounds incredible to you, then you should take the opportunity as a Bitch Beer listener to use code BB20 to get 20% off your tickets. And you can use the code for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
And again, 20% off your ticket. You're getting money off of your ticket. It's already pretty cheap to get on this bus considering how many places you can go. So if this weekend you're thinking you'd like to have a couple beers or if you'd like to drink half of Atlanta, use code BB20 at AtlantaBeerBus.com. No, it's just, it's great to see how just Georgia beer, but just in general, how communities really rally around their craft beer at breweries. And, you know, it's like when you have people come to town, it's like, hey, this is our craft beer. Come and see it. So just seeing that transition happen over the past really like, what, five years has been pretty incredible. Yeah, it really is. And and becoming a destination. And and you're so right. Being being part of the community because every every brewery has their story and every beer is is a little different. Oh my gosh, how many IPAs are so different, right? right? And so, yeah, when when you're visiting somewhere, you have friends friends and family coming to town. Heck, I had my baby shower at a brewery. That's yes. great. Everyone else Life drank of me. Um, yeah, so it's <laughs> like those are it's awesome because it is truly part of the community and uh, something everyone can enjoy some are family friendly so you don't have to worry about you know finding something else for the children to do uh so or or the parents to do right i have dragged my poor father to many breweries and now he's exploring them himself which always makes me super proud (laughs) that's super exciting that's awesome yeah he now knows to look for if he sees a cream ale on on the menu at a brewery he knows to order that so that's a small uh, victory of like when they can when they can remember the style that they like and they can order it for themselves anywhere they go that's my mom and a hefeweizen she figured out she loved hefeweizen so now when she goes anywhere that's what she gets that's good work yeah instead of you getting because i'm sure like me you'll receive um photos from family (laughs) members like what should i order and there's 17 beers you've never heard of and you don't want to yeah so at least you're like mom just get the hat i'm driving Uh, just get what you want exactly yeah awesome (laughs) so um what would you say is if you were stuck on a deserted island what would be like a beer that you would want with you on that deserted island until you were rescued oh this one is tough yeah because uh, I am going to give you a different answer probably every time you ask. Great. Um, and now now that you have said uh, Desert Island, now I'm kind of thinking like coconuts, coconut Ooh. porter. I love um, Maui's coconut porter. Yum. Uh, is, and I was never a porter person uh, until like I think I became a porter person because I found a coconut porter. And now I like porters. And, and I don't even like coconut. Uh, so... <laughs> Just the two together. Make it right. Yeah. Yeah, Something. Yeah. And now, of course, every um, regular porter, peanut butter porter, whatever. Just put it in the porter and I'm happy girl. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So maybe a coconut porter is is my first answer. I I hope I have more than one fridge hidden around the island because I would probably have to hide it from like my husband. I already do that Mm -hmm. anyway. I have to hide my beer. Uh, (laughs) Or from from my brothers-in-law who will just drink all of my good beer. And I'm like, no. You're in the, you go to the other fridge. Oh my God. <laughs> the other fridge is for yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God. Is there a part of the, of the country's beer that you haven't gotten to try yet that you're interested in? Oh my gosh. There's a lot of places that I haven't gotten to yet. And I know it'll be a gas, but 
I haven't gotten to the Pacific Northwest yet. I've been to Northern California, but I haven't been to the Pacific Northwest. Haven't been to Southern California. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So these are places that are on our bucket list. I'm going to Montana in the summer. Very cool. Um, yeah. And I'm excited. All, all I know about Montana are old hunting stories from my dad. So I'm very <laughs> excited to go, like, have these new refreshed current in the summer uh beer stories uh, from Montana in my head. So that'll be exciting. Um, yeah, I've, I've done a ton, like, I think like the Southeast, despite the laws in some parts of the South, Southeast is, is, is such a gem. Um, you know, if, if you haven't been to Tampa, St. Pete area, such a great place for beer. Um, Asheville, obviously, but Nashville is really fun. Charlotte is great. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so much to explore. Coming back home to Ohio, uh, it rocks. We get great distribution here. So yes, uh, awesome. in Ohio, you know, Illinois, Indiana, it's a uh, it is a Ohio is a great state for beer, and it's uh yeah that's one perk like the weather isn't amazing, <laughs> but we get great beer. That's awesome. Good trade off. Oh, and there one and one thing I did want to touch on. Um, so by the time this episode comes out, actually my article that I wrote with you guys uh will be out at that time as well, which I'm so yes. excited about. Very cool. Um, and then. So when you are looking for um, craft beer writers for the website, um, what what do you really look for in a writer and how do you kind of select um, who, what kind of articles you get to the website? Yes. So I really want stories about people first and foremost. So don't you know, sometimes I'll get pitches that are super general or mm -hmm. I'll get pitches about a beer. Um I want to hear about the people. Um, I want to know what makes them stand out because we've got more than 7,000 breweries in America. Right. All the people are different. So that's one thing that I look for. Secondly, I look for – we really like um, to reach out to people who are beer beginners. So your article really does that in, in helping you. people yeah, – <laughs> in helping people who might be a little hesitant or be – what is an IPA? Yep. That, that's one of my dad's favorite questions, though now he knows the answer. Um, like <laughs> really helping people who haven't joined our beer community yet. How can we talk to them and give them tips and make it because you walk into a brewery and there's gonna there could be a ton of beer on the board and language you're like, what is that? We want to make it so it's not intimidating. And so articles like yours really helps bring people into the fray and help you like, oh, okay, it's not as intimidating as I thought it might be. And it really translates uh, beer to, to, you know, new new people. That's awesome. And I mean, that's one of the main things that we started with when we started our podcast, too, is just we felt, you know, well, at least I did when I first started going to craft breweries, you know, I kind of was so intimidated by and overwhelmed by so much. But then when you actually go into the breweries and realize how much they really want you there, it's just, you know, they want you to try stuff. They want you to get a flight. They want you to, you know, try something you haven't tried before. Um, and they want to teach you. So it is really yes. refreshing to see that in the community. Yeah, to really experience um, experience a beer at the brewery um, is is different than experiencing it uh, at your kitchen table or experiencing it on your front porch or at the park. Uh, so yeah, experiencing the beer at a brewery is 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 a great way and to be able to ask questions about it. Um, and that's something that you bring up in your article that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Abs it's yeah, absolutely, absolutely true. Awesome. 
I know you mentioned in the beginning in terms of like trends that are happening on on the website and one of those being uh, uh, beer styles and a trend that we're noticing a ton of are blonde and golden stouts. Ooh, yes. Which kind of seemed to pop up out of nowhere. I know Atlanta, Atlanta Brewing Company did one and then we just tried one from Crooked Stave uh, last week. Um, are, are, are you seeing any anything that supports that? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, what did we do? Oh, you've thrown me for a loop. I have an article in my head, but I can't pull it out of my head. But that <laughs> we did last year. Um, but like the unexpected, maybe it was unexpected coffee. It was coffee. That's what it was. Okay, so nice. everyone thinks that coffee beers are always going to be uh, coffee stouts, coffee porters. <laughs> but we're truly seeing, um, yeah, the coffee blondes which is totally fascinating to look at a beer right because you're gonna you're gonna expect one thing but then for it to have the the coffee notes and the aroma is different so we're, we're seeing that with coffee beers um not necessarily um on this on that but like tea beers have been a big thing in the last year um you mentioned crooked stave they have a rosé beer we're seeing rosé beers come up um so we were working on talking about that for the summer and light craft beers um we're starting to see a lot more of the light craft beers out there i know that red hair in atlanta has had one for about three years but we're seeing we are seeing more of them um come up so it's a really interesting um trend that we are starting to see right now and probably one that won't go away i don't think it's going to be trending <laughs> over i think it might be here to stay right the, the pendulum swinging in the other direction because we were so far into like the hop head you know so bitter and like high abv that now it's like now people are craving more sessionable easy drinking beers mm-hmm. or even just knowing um one of you know like there's a beer for every experience. The beer I want right now is definitely different than the beer I'm going to want at dinner or the beer that I would want Saturday after a race. So um, just being able to stock your fridge with different styles and different options. Uh, so when that moment arises, then you're like, oh, yeah, or depending on which brother-in-law, brother-in-law might walk to the door, <laughs> which beer do I want for them? Um, yeah, I, I was so annoyed with one of them a few weeks ago. I went to buy them, went to buy them different beers because the one he likes IPAs. And I was like, he always gets the same kind. I'm going to get him something different. And all he did was bitch about it. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to buy you beer anymore. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can just keep buying your own. Um, but yeah, so I think just having different beers for different people uh, yeah. or different times, different, you know, different experiences is, is always good. Yeah. Right. And also being like, I, I have to be, remember to be because I, I, I don't know. I'm definitely not a beer snob by any means, but I've learned how much I appreciate my beer. Like at my ex's house, it was so funny. We used to live together and I would our entire fridge was just full of delicious, amazing beer. And I remember I had one four pack left of the special edition space lettuce from Monday night. And he had friends over. Oh, no. And they freaking <sighs> drank it. All oh, of it. No. Didn't even leave one can. And I told Alan, I was like, listen, anytime people drink the beer, just save at least one of the cans for special releases. But he wasn't paying attention. And they drank all the space lettuce. And I was so mad. But then I was like, oh, my gosh. And I go, y'all, my space lettuce is gone. I was about to go white girl crazy on them. And they were like, oh, is that the one with the green can? That was freaking delicious. I'm like, I know. But I'm like, you know <sighs> what? I got to share it with people who usually just drink like – 
Blue Moon or Coors Light. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to take a minute to explain how special this beer is. And I'm not going to get mad because that's the goal is for people to enjoy it. (laughs) That is so classy of you. I probably would have went. I had some very unclassy thoughts, but. Yes. Very classy of you. But for a more, uh, uh, I guess, f- fun, non-beer-related question, uh, what's your guilty pleasure TV that you're watching? So it's really hard to watch TV with with the baby. I can only imagine. Like, I go to I go to bed when this child goes to bed. Um, <laughs> but I'm really excited because Agents of Shield uh, is coming back, um, and so I'm very excited about that. I used to live tweet it because I am a, such a geek. I probably will not have that opportunity and I may have to DVR and watch it on Saturday mornings uh, these days, but that is my, I guess, you know, that is my guilty pleasure TV show. And it may be the only one I actually get to watch. That's awesome. <laughs> Who's your favorite Marvel character, like, of all time? Oh, I have a hard time with that. that that's harder <laughs> That's harder for me to choose than asking me my favorite beer, but I also won't answer that question. Yeah, that's so. fine. That's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so if you could have a beer with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what beer do you think they'd drink? Oh, let's see. I talk I talk about my dad a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I think that would be – we never get – we're always at family things and there's always, you know, dozens of people around us. But I think if he and I had a chance to go out – um and explore just to explore a brewery or explore beer together that would be really cool because nice. uh, I think that's something he never would have expected from me maybe 20 years ago or 30 years ago um so that's kind of that would be cool I don't know what beer it would be um it would probably be a cream ale yes. <laughs> um but yeah I think that and maybe that's something I want to do this summer um so is go go explore a little bit with with dad and uh have a couple of those days that sounds lovely nice. that sounds so cool I am such a nostalgic sap I, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm just sitting here myself thinking like I need to get my dad down here and go on like the Atlanta beer bus or something like that'd be so great <laughs> that would that it, it's so fun and yeah. he'll tell all of his friends about it mm-hmm. and he'll be be so proud of things his daughter knows about (laughs) that's so cool um is there anything else that um that you would like to touch on that we did not get a chance to talk about you know, I think when it comes to craftbeer.com, we're, we're a wealth of information. So mm-hmm. like I said, there's beer styles, the brewery finder. So if you love to travel or heck, if you're just in your own uh, community, but there's new breweries opening up all the time and you want to explore, the brewery finder will help you do that. If you are new to beer and want to learn more about it, we have our Beer 101 course um, that will just give us an hour. Uh, it's online, and you'll learn. A, you'll walk away knowing a lot more about beer than when you started. Wow. Uh, so yeah, so come over and see us at craftbeer.com. Awesome, good deal. Well, do you have any other questions, Ashley? No, I don't. I don't think so. This, this was great. great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Jess. This has been amazing. Yeah, it has been. Thanks for having me. Thank you all so much for listening. 
So I'm gonna take a moment to do a shameless plug. Does have to do with the episode. I actually wrote an article for craftbeer.com. Yay! I'm so excited. Um, it is called Brewery Employees Share Thoughts for Craft Beer Beginners. And I had the amazing opportunity to interview Adriana Dukes from Atlanta Brewing Company, Peter Kiley from Monday Night, and Sarah Young from Wild Heaven. It's an amazing article with incredible insight from everybody that I interviewed. And please check it out on craftbeer.com. We will be sure to put the link in the description. Boom. And we will be back in two weeks with another sweet lady Ooh. in beer. And we hope you'll join us. Now, I'm off to watch Endgame so that my friends will finally have something to talk to me about. And again. I'm going to go watch the Weather Channel. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers! <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>